0: What's going on, family? Hope everybody's having an absolutely amazing day. Welcome to the next episode of the Inner Work Podcast. We are your host, Paris.
1: Ken Jowin.
0: And today's topic of discussion is the power of belief.
1: Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how belief is really the root of everything we do in our lives. So mm. if you wake up in the morning and you have faith in the most high God, that he's the one who woke you up, usually you're going to thank him for having done that. You know, if you believe in good oral hygiene, you'll probably go and brush your teeth. (laughs) You know, you believe in good skin care. You might wash your face. Um, Just that belief is in everything. It's in everything. It's behind the stuff we do. And that sometimes it gets turned into this abstract concept, you know, belief, and it's nebulous and everything. But it, belief, you know, has a a really prevalent practicality that the way you operate really shows what you believe, you know. Mm-hmm. If you believe in general cleanliness, you probably bathe at least once a day, you know. You believe in you know showing up as your best self you know all the time like regardless of what you're going through you're gonna do your best to be consistent with your behavior with the way that you speak to other people um i'm reminded of the netflix show um that kevin hart did it was really really great oh, true, story. Series. You can watch yeah. true story yeah yeah really enjoyed <laughs> that um he was having a bad day and he was taking it out on everybody. And the next day it was like night and day from, you know, how he was the day before he was so upset and snapping at people that he didn't usually snap at. And then the next day it was like, Oh yeah, you're amazing. I love you. I appreciate you. (laughs) And it's like, you know, it's, it's great that he was able to catch himself, you know, in that space as that character, yeah. You know? Don't I get
0: don't get no sauce away. Don't get a show away. <laughs>
1: yeah. I won't. It's it's a very interesting show. It's not a very long series. It's a limited series. So check it out. It was very good. Shout out, shout out to Kev. Yeah. Shout out to Kevin Hart. That was that was great. Yeah, that it was, was really, really good. Um, but yeah, just seeing that the way that you operate, it's not just like, oh, I believe, blank. And it's just a thought that you hold in your mind. And that's it. You can tell what people believe based on how they operate.
0: Mm, that's good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Your belief shows up in your actions. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think belief is a verb. I believe so, yeah. Because um even if you think about our our, the, the, our ancestors in the old biblical days, that is how they showed what they believe. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody was in anguish, you know, they would will, they will rip their garment.
1: And we, put on
0: sackcloth. And put on sackcloth and ashes and stuff to, to like show that they believe this is a representation of anguish or travail. You know, right. like something is heavy on them. Mm-hmm. Or if they actually believe the word of God, they do certain things. They wear certain garments. They operate mm-hmm. a certain way. Your belief shows up in your actions. Mm-hmm. So that means if we do it unintentionally, what happens if we become intentional with the things that we believe? Right. You know, Scripture says... Um, all things are possible to those that believe. Mm-hmm. So there must be, it said, to those that believe. Right. So that means not everybody's believing. Right. So if we can become intentional with our belief and actually stand firm on that, we can create some, some amazing things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even if it might take some time, you know, it might tarry a little bit. You know, Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, write the vision, make it plain, mm-hmm. so that he that sees it will run. Right. But wait on it. Though it may tarry, it shall surely come.
1: Right. It will not it tarry. It will not tarry. You just think it's tarry.
0: <laughs> you just think <laughs> it's taking some time. That is your
1: mind playing a trick on
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. it's like the, the faith of a a farmer. Mm-hmm. Their belief in the seed that they have in their hand is the fact that it's going to yield a harvest. Uh-huh. So if they plant that seed, and then the next day they come out and seed and nothing grows up <laughs> and they dig the seed out of the ground. Are they ever going to receive the harvest? Right. And then
1: we think about the bamboo plant.
0: Oh, the Chinese bamboo tree. That's my favorite, man. Goodness.
1: Isn't it? like It's like years, what, three? Is it three? Yeah,
0: so the situation with the Chinese bamboo tree, it it takes like for the first five years you water it, and you don't see any change. Mm -hmm. But if you miss a day from giving it water and its proper sunlight on the soil, it will never sprout. Mm -hmm. But the situation is, imagine you have a farmer or just any given individual that wants to grow a Chinese bamboo tree. And he plants that seed in the ground and he has all these people around him in his environment that shouldn't be there. And they see him watering. What are you doing, man? You Watering this dirt still? You, you still watering this dirt? You know, all this negativity, but he knows what this seed will become. Right. So they're still talking negative. What happens if he gives ear to what they said and he stops watering it? It'll never grow. So for five years, every couple of days, he has to go out and water the seed. He doesn't see any change. The soil doesn't move. No sprouts come out. But at the end of the fifth year, there's a sprout that pops up. And then in six weeks, it grows up to 90 feet tall. Faster and taller than any tree. And it's strong. But it took about... Did it take five years? Or did it take six weeks to reach its potential? You know? <laughs> so that's where belief comes into play. play. Belief is... Can you still believe even when things seem like they're going backwards?
1: Right.
0: Like, if you have a certain goal in mind, you know, we can believe God for that. Mm -hmm. You have a certain monetary goal, financial goal, business goal, you know, health, relationship goal. Shout out to those couples out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You have a relationship goal. And let's say you want this goal to come to pass. You want the specific type of relationship in mind that you have in mind and you're working towards it, but it seems like everything is going backwards. Like, man, I'm trying to go this way, but everything is happening contrary. Mm-hmm. Could you still believe if that's the circumstance? Right.
1: No. No, I did say earlier that belief is a verb, but I understand that it's also like belief. Mm-hmm B E L I E F would be like you can have a belief, so that would mm-hmm. be a noun and then believe
0: within the V with the V E yeah.
1: would actually be a verb,
0: like yeah, act the act of
1: believing. Yeah, yes. so I just wanted to correct that, but it does really um, remind me of the the stories in um, in the Bible about people who believed that something was gonna come to pass even though they hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Like the one that occurs to me, like most prominently right now. I'm trying to remember. The name of Samuel's mother, I believe I think it is mm-hmm. but she she was barren wait, her name was like interesting, and then she had a a what do you call it like there was a like a handmaid like a a concubine mm-hmm. I believe, but like, I don't dang, think this is her name, remember. but
0: I don't know I why like, Penelope is in my mind, that's no, not her name though, but, um,
1: dang. <laughs> but <laughs> it and, uh, to you, right. But... Yeah, it was it was an interesting name,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but um, she was having children, and she was like, oh, you're not having any children, and I'm like, in a time like that, if you were having trouble having babies, like, it just wrecked your life. I mean, people have enough stress these days wanting to have children and having difficulty doing that. Like, at that time, it was like, that was your whole thing. It was like, your whole
0: duty. You know? Yeah,
1: it was like, if you can't do that, dang, what's wrong with you? But she prayed fervently yes, to the did. most high mm. and after that like it mentioned in the scriptures that like her face was lightened and before she didn't want to eat she didn't yeah, want to do her anything countenance changed she, yes. yeah. it's like that's like real like faith that's you know
0: faith,
1: yeah. that this is actually gonna come to pass like everything's gonna be okay because mm. i put my petition out there with the father he's gonna handle it you know, and that's
0: exactly what happened. I think Samuel was what, the first prophet? Yeah, well, yeah, in a, in a sense. In a but way. but if, if you if you really think about what you just said, there was something really key in that. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to your belief and your faith, there's an action that you must take. You must hold up your end of the deal. Mm-hmm. She went to the father and made a petition because she was barren, but she wanted his glory to show through her. Right. And she mm-hmm. said, if you bless him with the son, mm-hmm. he will be yours. I will give him unto you. He'll be Nazarite. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was. He had locks. He couldn't cut them. He couldn't eat any grapes of the vine, drink any wine. He was separated unto the father. She said he will be yours. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. When he was when he was born, she did just that. She put him through the Nazarite vow. She Mm -hmm. took him to the altar with her. So it was just like when you have faith and belief in something, there's an action that you need to have. There's a uh, end of your quote unquote bargain that you have to keep, because mm-hmm. the father always keeps his word. Yes. So I was like, man, there's a um, another story I was thinking about since you went to um, the prophets. You know, mm-hmm. I was thinking about Meshach, a uh, Abednego.
1: Right.
0: What's the other one? What's this? Shadrach,
1: Meshach, ben and Abednego. Abednego? And that was even the the
0: what, the names that Nebuchadnezzar I think yeah, gave, gave them, because they're Hebrew names. One was Azariah. Meshire. Yep.
1: Azariah,
0: Misael, and someone else. It's okay. Well, you pretty much <laughs> know the the Greek names that they were given, not the Greek names, but
1: the, the Babylonian, pra- the Babylonian names,
0: names that they yeah. were given, uh-huh. right? But the reason I mention that story, if you if you guys haven't heard that story yet, you gotta go you gotta go read it or check it out, look it up. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's videos on it. Pretty much what happened was the king Nebuchadnezzar he wanted everybody to bow down to him mm-hmm. and and serve this image, right? And these three young men weren't going to do it. So the custom was, if you didn't bow down to this, you'd get thrown in the furnace or get killed, right? So their belief in God was so strong that they stood for what they believed in. That's their action. But the faith piece came into play when it was, when it came down to the situation, they didn't switch up. Like you mentioned earlier, they didn't change. They stayed strong. They told him, like, if you're going to throw us in the fire, that's okay. That's fine. But if our God is able, he will save us from this fire. And if not, we still won't bow down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's faith, to yeah. stand on that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we've all been burnt by something before. Touch the hot stove, you know how hot it must be for your whole body to be hot like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't get out. Right. Just to think of that. And then the the king was so upset with these young men that he turned the furnace up even hotter to a to a point where it burned up his own soldiers outside of the furnace, Mm. they threw him in there. They just threw these young boys in there, boom. And they're standing in the midst of the fire, and they're like, "What is happening?" The moral of the story is, you must you gotta have faith and belief in whatever you're believing for in the midst of your trials, your tribulations, and your tests. Mm -hmm. They could have easily turned turned their back against God in that situation. Like, we're believing in you. Are you going to get us thrown in a furnace? They could have been complaining. They could have been murmuring. They could have been upset. Mm-hmm. They got thrown in the firm- furnace, but no damage was done to them.
1: Right. And that's the glory of the Father that was shown in that space. I mean, like you think about some trials that you have in your life and how when you come out on the other side, your faith has increased so much because you've seen what the Father has done for you Mm -hmm. in that space. And so, I mean, I can't even imagine. I always think it's like, yo, these people in the Bible times, their faith was just on a thousand. It's just what it was, you know. But I can imagine that there was even just like that increase in their own faith Mm -hmm. after escaping the furnace that people looked in and saw them, you know what? There were angels. No,
0: there was a fourth person. There in was there. a
1: fourth person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It was
0: Christ walking around in there.
1: Yeah, I'm not the Bible scholar. I love the Bible, but I continue to work to learn it better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, excuse my mistake.
0: It's all right. Yeah, they said the the fourth one, because the king he looked in through the window of the furnace and said, "I threw three men in there. Why is there four walking around?" Mm. And they said the fourth looked like the Son of Man. Was like as like the Son of Man. Mm -hmm. you know you go to the new testament christ he always calls himself the son of man Mm -hmm. so it's like huh so he was in there with them the Mm -hmm. word of the most high was walking around in there with them protecting Mm them anyway continue
1: and that's that's the word that you stand on anyway is like they stood on what the most high god had told them you know he would do how he usually operates you know he's not a man that he should lie Mm -hmm. and his word can't come back void so if you really trust and believe in it Like, he's good for it, you know? Absolutely. That's just what your end of the bargain is, just believing what his word actually says. And that's the real test, you know? Even with, um, was it? Noah, when he was building the ark.
0: On dry land.
1: On dry land. And hundreds of years passed. And people are laughing at him. And like, what? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hasn't rained. What about that? And... He just waited. Like, the ability to be steadfast. Like, it's such a blessing to think about things that I've gone through, that we've gone through, that we've seen other people go through. And it's like nothing has ever lasted that long. No. Ever. Like, we know it hasn't. (laughs) But we're sitting there and we're fussing. and We're like, oh, my gosh. Like, when? Like, oh. (laughs) Oh, life. And it's like, really? (laughs) I mean, like... Hundreds of years was like 300 or something, something wild
0: for for you talking about with Noah. Yeah, it's 120 years. Okay, so I
1: exaggerate
0: 120 years. Yeah, that's a long time.
1: (laughs) It is, people usually don't even live that long anymore. You hear somebody live maybe to like 100 and uh, maybe 110, 112, and that's like the
0: oldest, Mm
1: -hmm. but.
0: Imagine being. Imagine working on something that God put in you, a vision He gave you, for one hundred and twenty years and seeing no results.
1: Right. And people
0: are talking to you, crazy.
1: Exactly. Even Abraham, you know, who went out there and looked at the stars of the sky, because Mosiah was like, "Look, like this is how your descendants are gonna be." He didn't live to see that come to pass. No, he did not. And that's very sobering. You know, because you you never know what your circumstances are going to be like in your life. If you're going to be present Mm -hmm. to see the great things that you're putting in effort to see, Mm -hmm. like I believe for sure, like the father can bless us to be present, to see different elements of things. But you Mm -hmm. never know like the fullness Mm -hmm. of that increase may not come to pass in your generation. Right. The legacy. Yeah,
0: because because it's like what, what God is trying to do in our lives in your lives, everyone that's listening, it's like, he's trying to, he's trying to get us to a point where we can believe so he can give us something that lives after us. Right. Because Abraham's substance was huge. Listen. He was very wealthy. He
1: was waxing fat in the <laughs> land, y'all.
0: <laughs> he was very wealthy. So everywhere he went, he had like, I guess you call it like an entourage of his right. own thousands of thousands of people and and sheeps and and, and all kind of stuff i wouldn't say thousands of people but hundreds you know everybody that's managing his stuff for him right and and you got to understand like it it was a lot that had to take place for the father to get his belief to where it was at Mm -hmm. for example remember when i mentioned environment he was with lot and him and lot was arguing and beefing and all this other stuff he's like yo we don't even need to fight he said, there's so much, of this land. If you go left, I'll go right. If you go right, I'll go left. It's cool. Okay. We can just settle it. But that was God's doing. Separate you first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Get you in a proper environment so you can actually listen to God. Because if you're around other individuals, that's going to interfere with you hearing what he has to say to you. It can affect your belief system. Yes. Because your faith comes by
1: Hearing.
0: hearing. And hearing by the
1: word
0: of God, not hearing by your friends or your family or social media Mm -hmm. but by the word of God. So therefore, if he needs to listen, if he needs to hear God, he has to remove him. Mm. So he removed him from people that he don't need to be listening to place him in an environment where he can't see any of this other stuff anymore. A clean land. He didn't send him to Sodom. He would have been seeing a bunch of stuff he doesn't need to see. So after he moved him away, what did he tell him to do? Look at the stars. Count the stars for righteousness. This will be your decisions. I will make you a great nation. You know? Hmm. He he's like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, that's awesome. And Abraham counted them for righteousness sake. So he sat there and counted all the stars. I don't know how many there was, but he counted them for righteousness sake. I don't know if he finished, but he did. (laughs) The word said he counted them.
1: Was that in Jasher? No. Was that?
0: Genesis. Oh, Genesis. Yeah, he counted them. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Genesis that he counted them for righteousness' sake. So he was boop boop, boop 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 right? Counted mm-hmm. them. So there was the removing, change your environment, focus, change what he heard, mm-hmm. change what he saw, and then the action took place. But then even then he still had to walk and walk and walk mm-hmm. and walk. Then he told him he was going to bear a son. He's like, I'm old. What father's
1: <laughs> like, like, I made you. Right. I know.
0: And even, even his <laughs> wife. You know, she was like, am I supposed to bear a child in this age? Mm-hmm. That, she didn't believe that yet. Right. So th- even though that they were that close to the father, they can actually speak to him. He still had to work on their belief mm-hmm. and their faith yeah. and their right words. Because think about it. You know, when somebody is affirming something, they're speaking that over your life. Mm-hmm. So when he told Abraham... You no longer will be Abram. You will be Abraham, for you will be a father of nations. Mm-hmm. You, you shall no longer be called that. So now they're calling him Abraham. So it's affirming that he is a father of nations. So now he's hearing that. I'm mm-hmm. a father of nations. I'm a father of nations. Now he's starting to believe it.
1: Yeah, another reason that what you name your children and, and just what you allow people to call you mm-hmm. is important.
0: Very important. Because you know life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yes. And those that love, love it. Will eat the fruit thereof. Eat the fruit thereof. You know, and I love that. I, and I love, you know, in Malachi, in the book of Malachi, when it says, um, God is not mock; He is not mocked. Mm-hmm. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Right. And a lot of times we look at that in a negative. you you going to reap what you sow. You're going <laughs> to reap that. what you sow. Like, right?
1: no. But
0: think about it. If you sow to the spirit, you shall reap life everlasting. Right. If you sow to the flesh, you shall reap corruption. Flesh is clap back being disrespectful <laughs> cussing people out being rude yeah. sending negativity out into the ether thinking it's just gonna float away and vanish but it's not it's gonna come right back to you hmm. so if you start speaking positive words speaking the word of god over your life what yeah. are you gonna reap the same Blessings. yeah absolutely Abundance. so like when abraham he was actually affirming who he was and everybody else is calling him abraham so what, what comes to his mind
1: he's the father of nations
0: yeah so at a time when he was just minding his own business, mm-hmm. trying to figure out who God was, and here God gives him a call. He calls him. So he's going to think about the time when God told him, I'll make you a father of nations. Mm-hmm. Count these stars. there will be the number of your children, like the sands of the sea and the stars of heaven from altitude. So every time they say that, that's what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. So now he's able to see it, he's able to hear, and he's, now he's able to affirm it. So now he's mm-hmm. believing it. And it happens. Mm-hmm. God's promise is so big. You know, I remember David when said it, man, he said he, said, he was on the live, man, and he was like, you know what? God has never done what he said he would do. I was like, huh. He said he has never done what he said he would do. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's always doing it. Always doing it. He said people are still having babies, right? Mm-hmm. The earth is still here, right? And days are going by. So, Abraham's nations is still going.
1: Right.
0: You see? I was like, wow. Okay. That's so... That's powerful. Powerful stuff. Powerful mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. So, I'm going to give you guys three factors that impact your belief system really quickly before we let you guys go. So, your, your belief system is impacted by your words, images, and emotions. If you learn how to control those three things, you can turn your belief system into whatever you want. Mm -hmm. You have a certain goal, monetary goal, whatever it is. The word says, if you can believe, all things are possible to those that can believe. Mm -hmm. You know, you ask, seek, knock, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So what that means is, write your goals out, write whatever it is that you want out, speak it, and see it. Get images of it, get pictures of it, see where you're going. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, without a vision, people perish. Right.
1: And experience it as best you can.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, because your your uh, subconscious mind. Remember, we spoke about that last week, It has, it doesn't know, the difference between what's real and what's not. Exactly. So if you have a picture, for example, of your favorite car, and say it's a Mustang GT, right? <laughs> your favorite car is a Mustang or a Lamborghini, whatever. Cars, what whatever car it is. And you have a picture of it. And you have a goal of saying, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm driving this Mustang GT. Mm-hmm. You know, your conscious mind is like, no, we have a Toyota outside. <laughs> but your subconscious is going to be like, it doesn't know the difference. It sees this picture and it hears you saying that. But then you take your butt to the dealership and actually drive the same car that's on that picture. Now you're actually believing that it can be yours. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to take the necessary steps and actions to actually allow that to come to pass. So, words, images and emotions. Mm-hmm. Control those three things, change the environment that you're around, and you can actually start creating different things in your life. Change change different circumstances. And we got some stories for y'all, man, I'll tell <laughs> you. <laughs> but when you do so, we will see you guys at the top. And we will see you guys next week on Wednesday at nine AM, Eastern Standard Time, right? so thank you guys for tuning in to the inner work podcast we will see you guys next week stay tuned for more if you have any questions or any comments or anything like that feel free to tap in let us know what subjects or anything you guys want us to talk about we'll be happy to discuss those things and stay tuned for more guys love you
1: Bye.